on this episode that that <laughs> money dog's gonna get that gumbo. Yeah, no, that money. Yeah, not a money dog. Yeah, that money dog can have whatever he wants. <laughs> <laughs> that money dog is that money dog can get whatever he wants. He gonna get that twenty thousand a week. Mm-hmm. That money dog can get whatever he gonna have his little mansion. My money dog gonna be on point. That's yeah. <laughs> I still want that money dog. <laughs> you got me thinking. <laughs> I got some lazy dogs out here with no talent. Yeah. <laughs> Get your shit together, dogs. Yeah. Make them like the Jackson 5. I'm going to be like that. <laughs> dog swinging in nurse. <laughs> Doom, do, roof, y'all roof. Stop. Y'all roof, stop. Roof, roof. Roof, roof. They going to be on time, too. Wait a minute. Your roof. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I say the key of D. I need the boss in the key of D. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of No Country for Old Mark and Juan. I am your host, Mark Pearson, and this is my co-host, Juan Carlos Smith. <laughs> All right. Uh, real quick before we get into the show today, uh, I just want to thank everybody for your likes and your reviews and subscribing to us and you know sharing us with your friends and family. You know, you know we always appreciate it when people out there have the similar unfiltered sense of humor that we do, and we love to find our people. And today we actually have another one of our people here in the studio with us. But first, uh, you can reach out to us on Facebook.com/slash/NoCountryPodcast. You can hit us up on Instagram at no underscore country underscore podcast or on Twitter at podcast underscore country. You can email us at nocountrypodcast at gmail.com. Or if you're feeling daring, you can leave us a voicemail at 346-291-0050. Now, today I'm really excited. We have a special guest here in with us on the podcast it is local Houston comedian Sandra D. Hi, how y'all doing today? Uh, as he that said is before, the DOG. Yes, the original <laughs> DOG. So where did actually where did that what does that mean for our listeners and where did that uh, name come from? Well, the DOG stands for Dirty Old Grandma, mm-hmm. and uh, and that was just a tagline I started out with when I first began doing comedy. My name was Sandra D, and I would always say I'm the original D.O.G., so I just kept it in my sits for Dirty Old Grandpa, Grandma, and then I tell jokes about being a cougar, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I actually saw her a couple weeks ago or a week and a half ago at a, a comedy club, and I, afterwards I was like, I have to go ask her if she'll be on the podcast. I was like, this is exactly one of the people I've been looking for for a while. <laughs> yeah, and I knew who she was. <laughs> <laughs> Because I love comedy, and I'm always looking me. for new people. <laughs> I just can't believe he found me on uh, Facebook because, like I said, on YouTube, because I may have three YouTube videos. I have very little content on on, uh, on the Yeah, internet. I watch a lot of stuff. So you just, <laughs> yeah, you had to watch a lot of stuff to find me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I pretty much sit right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was no, like. I wish that was true. Yeah. But all, comedy has always been. My outlet. Yeah. I just love stand-up comedy. I love watching the art. It is, for people who don't know or maybe aren't really familiar with what it takes to be a comic, it is an amazing feat. I mean, when you think of the thought of, like, 
everyone's greatest fear in school was that day when they had to go up in front mm-hmm. of everybody and do anything. Right. You know, so when you have the ability, the talent, and the skill to put together a set and be able to go up on stage and they're like, you got five minutes, be funny. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> that is a level that people cannot understand unless you've been up there, I'm sure. Oh, it's a, but you know, it's a lot of people doing comedy now. It's a lot of stand-up comedians. I didn't know it was really that many. I actually went to L.A., and I'm telling you, L.A. has a lot of stand-up comedians. I was like... Well, there's a lot of funny shit in L.A. I'm from Detroit. There ain't nothing funny here. Oh, okay. <laughs> Maybe so. But you know, everybody moved to L.A. because they want to, you know, they're trying to make it live the dream. Oh, yeah. And and, and the, I didn't know it was that many. It is a ton of stand and they thirsty. Oh, I'm sure. They th- Man, if you say you somebody... If you just say you somebody, uh-huh. they on your back. Don't even they don't even they ain't even vetted you yet. They don't even know that yeah. you really work at the corner store, but they haven't vetted you. But they you say you did something with such and so, man. They they all on in your face on top of you. You can't do nothing. Oh yeah, you you better you gonna say something. You better bring it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You better bring it. Yeah. It's, it's it, I think it's funny is when people get up there and they start clouting, mm-hmm. and then like they're not getting a response. Like, wait, you, you don't think this is funny? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't yeah. don't ask me. Don't ask me questions you don't want to answer. No, that's no. all I'm saying. Oh, uh, no. but yeah. But, but I thought I saw your I saw your uh, bit in a couple of your bits, and I was like. Now that is bold. <laughs> some, well, no, you get you inspire me because I sometimes I'm like, man, I'm pushing the envelope on this, and I'm like, can you edit this out? And then when I, I recently watched some of your stuff, I was like, oh, I'm comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> but then I thought, well, how weird, because you know you talk about being a cougar, right, and all that, and uh, I was like, man, if I did that, they. They'd be like getting on me like I was a pedophile. <laughs> I'm like, but that's so great that you have this great spot where you get to come off from a different perspective. Right. That's right. And you get to come. And, and, and there's a lot of people, like I'm almost, I'm 47. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're the ones with the money that didn't come see the show anyway. Right. So <laughs> it's like nice that you can come from that older perspective because we get them jokes. Yeah. Well, it's a, most, <laughs> we live them jokes. Right. Most of the comedians that, 47, 50, 60. They're established. They've been doing it 20 years. But yeah. for me to come on, I've only yeah. been doing it two years. So my Really? Pers- yes, only two years. So and my- you have all that success. Well, so far, we 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 doing pretty good. I just got to keep on plotting to try to get yeah. to where some people at. But you know, I started kind of late. I started in my fifties doing comedy. So See, that's inspiring. That's yeah. great. So and um uh, yeah, I've only been, uh, February make three years, so a little over two, almost three years I've been doing comedy. And uh, my first year doing it, I won a, a competition to go to the comedy festival and got on America's Got Talent. So, you know, I did. I, I came out the gate running that time. <laughs> wow. So what was it that, like, where was the switch that happened in your life where you're like, I'm going to do this, or I'm going to try this? Well, like- what happened, I have a friend, she's a comedian, and uh we have a mutual friend, and I worked with a mutual friend. I sell life insurance as my day job. Mm-hmm. And so she would, I would be in the morning meetings cut, cutting up. My manager did not like that, but I would be in the morning meetings <laughs> cutting up. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> she said, this girl funny. So the, the other friend wanted to go to the improv and do open mic. And so she said, you need to let this lady help you. 
with your jokes because she really funny in the morning meeting she just be cracking us up man she just and so i said well uh one christmas she had a christmas party and, and her and uh and a bunch of her friends we came over and the lady did a set and so i was telling her you know do this do that and they say you funny you need to get up there i said nah i'm not gonna get up there just you go ahead and do it and that was in january so she did really well she went up to the improv she did really well got some laughs and then uh february they kept saying no no you need to do it no you just naturally funny just get up there i said okay i get up there so i went up there and I started doing it. Then I caught the bug. I kind of liked it. Then, yeah. then, because I was just saying the thing. So I, you know, and I do that in real life. So that's nothing new. So uh, <laughs> preach, your sister. Preach. <laughs> I'm, the, I'm the choir. <laughs> look, I know. When I was 12 years old, my best friend told me. She said, "You don't have any tact." <laughs> okay. See, it's my people. Man. <laughs> she said, "You just don't, you don't try to cover up or make it sound good." I say, "For what? Because if I make it sound good, you won't do it. You gonna keep doing the same old bull you doing?" Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to have tact. I want you to stop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I want. <laughs> I don't want you to keep going. And now people want you to keep going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So that was that was that was where how it started, huh? Right, that's how I started, and then I started going to open mics and learning the art of writing a joke, and you know, just get up there and you know try to, uh, and I record myself and listen to myself so I can improve on stage presence and different things. It, it's a lot more than just telling a joke. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, your timing is great. <laughs> Thank you. Your timing is great. Like I, you got the rhythm to where. I don't even know. People don't realize that there is rhythms to, to comedy, right? So, but I already caught myself naturally waiting for that punchline. Like you're anticipating it, and that's what you want because right. I'm waiting to laugh. I want to laugh. I'm just waiting for it. And then you, you, and you did it re- quick, just one after another. Right. So that gets, gets that where it's just rolling. And your uh, stage presence is really good because you engage. The audience. Oh yeah, and a, a lot of a lot of a lot of comics that I that I've seen, especially amateurs, the the, the material's good, the delivery's mm-hmm. pretty decent, mm-hmm. but it's like they're staring at the lights. It's right, like you gotta you gotta connect with people so they feel like they're part, part of, of it. Yeah. That's and, right. Uh, yeah, and uh, man, you had me. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I want that to be my grandma. Because <laughs> yeah. my oh, grandma yeah. ain't funny at all. Uh oh. <laughs> well, mine was. Uh-oh. That my grandma well, was funny. <laughs> so it's a family that, trip. Yeah, it really the whole family, the family reunion. We cut. Uh, we have so much fun. Uh, everybody has a sense of humor in my family. Even my cousins and, and um, my uh, sister is funny. And uh, we just have we just have a lot of fun. We get together. We have a lot of fun. So, and we I think I bring that to comedy because I like laughing. I've always I'm like you. I've I've always been a fan of comedy. I can remember when I was. A little girl and my mom them used to watch the Flip Wilson show. Oh yeah, remember? So I would go to school the next day and do all the routines from the Flip Wilson show. When I was younger, I would mimic Flip Wilson, and I used to love to mimic Geraldine. I'd be in the lunch line doing Geraldine and watch it, honey. And the <laughs> <laughs> my teacher, if you don't get your butt back in that line. <laughs> But I would be doing Flip Wilson in the line. And I remember I used and I've always ever since Saturday Night Live, I was a teen I was a 
preteen when uh Saturday Night Live came on. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've, I mean, I've seen Saturday Night Live most of my, uh, most of my adult life. Cause they came in, I think, by 1977, mm-hmm. and I was like in the seventh grade when they came on. So, uh, oh, you hit it at the right time. Yeah, I saw everybody. You Gilda, saw all the greats I as they were Gilda, going. I saw that was my show. You couldn't go anywhere. I was only a kid, so Saturday Night was Saturday Night Live, and I used to watch them faithfully, and it. Yeah, I used to. They were funny too. It, it, it was good. <laughs> yeah, we used to. We were just on another podcast. We were just talking about the impact that show had. Yeah, I mean that was that was where it was at, man. It was like you didn't miss that show. No, you didn't know you you couldn't go to work or school and not know what happened. At, not on Saturday Night Live. No, you could tell you, you had to be able to repeat. That was the social media of the time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was, and it was so, and it was so relevant. Yeah, and Every, everything that was that comics do that you know is you know everything from politics to, mm-hmm. to entertainment they would hit on, they and they were and they were brutal. Yeah, they were brutal back in the day. They oh. didn't cut no slack. They don't uh, even have the politics they have now. No, so uh, yeah, I, and, that, and that's why I, I really appreciate your type of comedy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I oh. do politics. You know, a lot of people say, shy away from politics, religion, and race. Nah, go ahead and talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's to be talked about. I mean, I, it's funny. It, it, yeah, it, you yeah, can it find humor in it. You really can. And also, yeah, because comics, when they touch on those materials, now it's like so mm-hmm. many people are scared to say anything. Right. I know. Because you're afraid someone's going to take something out of context. Exactly. Someone's going to... Call you I something, say you do, you know. I'm pretty much straightforward. That's what that's what, my comedy is like me. I talk, I'm straightforward. I'm a, I shoot from I shoot straight from the hip. My comedy is the same way. I don't try to do complicated stuff where you got to go home and think about it and research it, and the next day you'll get, oh, that was funny. That's a little late. <laughs> <laughs> I see what she was talking about. Oh yeah, that was funny. I don't do that kind of comedy. I let somebody else do that. Somebody they they can have that. Uh, cause uh, I I I'd just rather tell you tell you my joke, and if you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. That means I need to go out there and work a little bit harder. Mm-hmm. No matter all. how drunk you are, you're yeah. going to get the joke. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> that's the audience. <laughs> yeah. Well, according to what shows you go to, you're right. You go to bar shows. <laughs> yeah. But that's when you start getting hecklers. That's gonna say yeah. though, that's the roughest. Yeah. yeah, you start getting hecklers when you start getting them drunk. That's when you start getting hecklers then. And then that's rough. Yeah. When the hecklers come out. How do you how do you handle that? You know what? So far, uh, I haven't really had any hecklers. Now, usually they I get more people come up and say they like my comedy or anything. If they say anything, that's what I mean. Yeah, I like, yeah, that's how I feel. You know, they're agreeing more than heckling. So I really hadn't had anybody just, you know, heckle me. I've had some people be quiet, especially on Trump jokes in Texas. <laughs> yeah. I've had oh, yeah, some well. quiet people now <laughs> when I do my Trump jokes because I do do Trump jokes. <laughs> yeah. I cannot do a Trump joke. No. How can you not, man? Yeah, I can't. <laughs> that's too easy. It's too easy. That's a green light. Yeah. Like for, for comedians? Yeah. I mean, good God. I, I would, most presidents prior, I probably would have not even really bothered with. Right. But that's a gold mine. Yeah, <laughs> man. I mean, you just, you don't even have to do a joke. Just repeat what he said. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> And look just like it when you do yeah, it. Yeah, just repeat. You don't even have to do that. I'm black. I'm a black woman. I just repeat what he said. I grabbed him by the pussy. What? <laughs> That's what I was like. Oh, man, this guy definitely. He said it. <laughs> they get 
mad at you for repeating it. I said, well, that, I'm, he said it. Is it me? Or wasn't he on TV saying it? Yeah. He said it then? Yeah. What, was he building a wall around Colorado? Colorado? That's what oh, he's doing uh, Texas? now. Texas? No, Colorado. Colorado? Right? Yeah, what? you ever heard that one? Oh. No, I try to stay out of his business because yeah. it's too embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. It's like, oh. good God. You are making the white people just look as crazy as they yeah, really are. <laughs> Let me tell you, he ruined y'all image. Before then, people were like, you know, white people, they dignified, start on time. And serial killers. Don't yeah. forget that. Well, <laughs> they will not even, they will kill you. In and then they'll make a couch amounts. out of you. And mass amounts. They would, <laughs> mass amounts. They would kill you. Right, they go for big numbers. <laughs> they go for numbers. They like the it, hits. They like the hits. They want to be number one on the radio. How many you? How many hits you had? I had fifty hits. I had one hundred and fifty. Oh well, you you won that, that race. But that is the truth, though, and that's how the media works too. It's like yeah. the bigger the numbers, like oh, mm. yeah. But yeah, he Donald Trump said he's building a wild wild around Colorado. I don't know it's if it's to keep the weed heads in or keep them out because I'm trying to figure it out. Because what Colorado do, and I didn't even know Spanish people like to live in the mountains like that. Didn't nobody tell me that. <laughs> I find out something new every day when I listen to Donald Trump. That's, that's I'm a Hispanic, thing. and I don't remember ever wanting to really live in the, the mountains. That high up in Denver. <laughs> you know, I visited once. I could hardly breathe. Can you ski? <laughs> no. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> what would you go to Colorado for? Okay, I went skiing once, and I broke Two girls' legs. Oh no! Don't do so. It. No, you don't. You don't want to put Hispanic people up on them slopes. No, no, no. Now, no offense to you, Olympic Hispanic guy who's out there. <laughs> doing great. Good it job for you, Pedro. <laughs> but for the rest of us, no. <laughs> I was like, what? What is he talking about? That, but hey, that is our president now. That's what they say. <laughs> so there's nothing you won't talk about. No. Not, not really. No. That was not. actually when I was at the show where I saw her. She was like the fourth of five comedians. And not to disparage anybody, but the first three, their material and their timing just wasn't as good as hers. She got up there and I immediately was like felt engaged. She was hilarious. And I was like actually laughing for the first time all night. And I was like, wow. And then she just like quick fire every joke, different subject, next subject. And then when she got to Trump, I was like, I turned to Jasmine and I was like, I got to go ask her if she wants to be on the podcast. <laughs> I was like, this is just too good. So when you got when you get your set, right, like how mm-hmm. long did it take you to get to where you used your set that you got now? Are you still developing? Like, Yeah, you still develop. Um, for when you first start out, they tell you, you go to open mics, you repeat over and over again because you need a five-minute set. If you're going to do any shows, you got to have a five-minute set. And in order to remember your jokes, you have to repeat them over and over and over again. So I can still do my first five-minute set. Then you do a 10-minute. And then once you get to 10 minutes, when you go to open mic, you just start doing new jokes. You add a new joke in to your old 10 minutes. So when you look up, you have 20, 30 minutes. Mm -hmm. um, But you have to work it, and you have to do it. To me, I have to do it uh, repetitively. I just... Over and over and over again. Now I can tell my jokes. I just did the Come and Take It Festival here in Houston. They had a comedy festival at the Secret Group, and so I won best 2019 best comic in Houston. So I got Ooh, a head. Congratulations! Thank you. So I got a headline show. So I had to do 30 minutes, mm-hmm. and I had 30 minutes. I did my 30 minutes, and I I did. It went so fast. It was jokes I didn't even get to. 
Oh wow! Because really? Yeah, I, yeah. I haven't. You know, I when I go to open mics now, I rarely do my old jokes because I pretty much know them. Unless I have a new tagline working on with it, but I pretty much know those jokes. So I'll try to work on new jokes that I want to add in to my other jokes. And and then I like current events. So if you come if you gonna come to my show, I'ma talk about some relevant stuff. I'm gonna talk about the Popeye's chicken sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> Cause that's my first time seeing white people fight over chicken. I was <laughs> amazed. White people was Fault, fist fault over chicken. Mm-hmm. White people. I I have not seen this video. I did not know that ever happened. Oh yeah, they were fighting in the Popeyes. The yeah. white people. One lady, the the Cajun spices got her so bad she was calling black people the N word in the black Popeyes. I oh, Lord. what? <laughs> That's they, a death sentence here. She's suing not. <laughs> they body slammed her. I was like, they picked oh, her yeah. up and body slammed her. Well, I was told. Uh, I say, man. Let me tell y'all something. I told the white people, y'all stick with Chick-fil-A. Cause they just got salt and pepper on that chicken. Y'all can't handle them Cajun spices. <laughs> them Cajun spices doing something to y'all. Making the crazy getting nasty. That Cajun spices, all of a sudden something come over you and you say, you know what? I maybe I'm a little Cajun or Creole or something. Let me go over to the black Popeye. Go to the white Popeyes at least. <laughs> <laughs> don't drive check, to the check black your Popeyes. <laughs> yeah, don't drive to the black Popeyes. Why are you driving to the black Popeyes and cutting uh, over black people? Don't do that. Don't do that. Cause I'm gonna tell you about my people. My people don't have much much patience for their foolishness. Don't do it. No, we might body slam some black people. You don't do it. <laughs> Let alone body slam some white people. I think so that's kind of a mild result. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she she got the boy, she got a lawyer. And I read the whole article because I had to read the whole article, of course. Yeah. And she was the lawyer said, you know, you know, when some people accidentally you know, sometimes you say an unfortunate word in public. It don't take all that for people to get upset because you might accidentally say the word. I don't think people who say that word do it accidentally, y'all. No. I don't think so. But I don't think she's going to have the same kind of accident again. I think that's the last time. That's a That was a hit and run right there. I don't think she's going to have that same accident again. She'll think about it every time she yeah, she'll be like, up. <laughs> she don't want nobody to say the word around her. She probably, they're going to say, oh, wait a minute. Don't, don't, don't start that. Don't start that today. Don't start it. <laughs> she don't want you to say it around her. That word is banned at her home. Right now, oh, I'm sure. So, yeah, yeah, but yeah, that. Well, it should have been in the first place. That's but, uh, the whole problem. But yeah, but she should have kept it at the white Popeyes. I wouldn't have never know. The other black people wouldn't have <laughs> never know. We wouldn't have known she was over there saying the N word. Keep it at the white Popeyes. That's mm-hmm. the best Popeyes for you to go to. Or go on to Chick Fil A and say, because I don't really see too many black people at Chick Fil A anyway. Go on to Chick Fil A. You might be safe. <laughs> <laughs> You might be safe at Chick-fil-A. Go on to Chick-fil-A. Oh, my goodness. You said you like current events. Uh, yeah. Did you see... Have you heard this? I'm, I'm sure you've heard the story. It's been all over the news about the Browns and the Steelers game where... Oh, yeah. Garrett hit the, the, you know, the Rudolph the, in the head with his helmet. Right. You heard about what he said he, he said, said about him. Right. He said he, he called him the N-word. Right. What do you think? Like, do you think he did or do you think he's just well, making that up? 
I don't know, but I tell you, he did what well, something went on because he grabbed yeah. because he grabbed that man helmet first. Yeah. That man didn't start that fight. No. So he he may have said it. Yeah. You know, he's not gonna own up. He's not gonna own up oh, to it no. if he said it, y'all. No. He'll be fine. And if he was mic'd, it would be different if he was mic'd and he mm. said it. Yeah. Then we would have proof. But they don't have mics on the helmet. No. But the man got mad. But he started and he was grabbing for the man helmet. Let me tell you something. The mistake was when he grabbed for that man's helmet because, look, that man was not going to back down to him and let him take his helmet out. But he took his helmet out, and yeah. then he hit him with it. He said, let me show you what it feels like, sis. This is what you was trying to do. It don't feel good. Bam. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, I just hate it. I hate it lost his job for, for this year. But, yeah, yeah. I, it's a possibility. I'm not going to say he didn't say it. It could go either way because we don't know. Don't take your helmet off because no. my grandma used to smack our heads together. I know. I was like, <laughs> Keep that like, helmet on. He took that helmet. He said he had good reach and everything. He's eating right there on top of here. Boy, he got him. He got him. I was like, boy, he had good reach. I was like, okay, then. But it was something. It was something went on. It was more because I don't understand why the quarterback was sitting up there trying to grab his helmet in the first place. Yeah. What he was so mad about, he never did explain what he was angry about. I didn't. It didn't make sense to it me because there no. was twelve seconds left in the game. The game yeah. was over, and on this big play, they get in this huge like shoving yeah. match, and then he rips off his helmet and then hits him in the head with yeah. it. That was like, wait, what? What's going what on? Yeah, it's insane. It's a possibility. Like I say, it was a possibility. It was more to that because it couldn't have just been. Well, you, you don't get a reaction him. like that yeah. for no yeah, reason. Right. Yeah, like yeah, he was, came, he came unglued. He yeah. was so mad, and I was like, "What happened that oh, got yeah. him that mad?" Right, but yeah, that, that, that I that, got a good idea. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. That, 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 that'll do yeah. it. That'll do it right there because uh, they couldn't do nothing with him because they was pulling him back. He still got that helmet upside that yeah. head on. Yeah, he could have <laughs> made a dance out of it. There's the new dance that's going to yeah, go viral. It's the helmet dance. Bam, bam, bam. bam. <laughs> that's what he did. I was like, oh. Huh. So that's how you do the comedy. You just yeah. kind of go with whatever's uh, relevant. And, and just take know, my perspective on it. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Because... So people do so much dumb shit anyway. It's so easy. I'll never run out of. I'll never. Not that this was funny. It was really sad. But this woman in Houston just got, just got mauled by a bunch of wild hogs in the front yard. I'm like, who gets ate up by wild hogs in the front yard? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> what you? Not even the backyard. What the hell's in going the, on in, in the your front, house? Yeah, in the front yard. And I just, I, I said, I hope she didn't have any lubies or dinners on her or something. I was like, Wait a minute. This, this is real? Yeah. yeah. Wait, I don't was, know. This white, was this a white person? I don't know. I haven't you know? seen it. They got them in the front yard. It could be, it could be any color out here in Houston. These wild hogs, are, because we are growing so much. Oh, they're wild? Yeah. They're wild hogs. Yeah. Oh, shit. See, we have feral dogs. No, no. You know, like dog pack. No, That's hogs. not nearly as scary as no, these wild hogs. hogs. You hear unk unk around here, you better move. You better get out the Damn. way. Uh, yeah, that they were actual hogs. And I just, uh, that freaked me out. I was like, you mean the hogs? Mm-hmm. They got together they, in a pack. 
Oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah, there's a there's a park by the lake not too far away from where I live and I took my nephews we go bike riding out in the park. Mm. And we went out there one day, and a hog, we heard it, like, rooting around, and then mm-hmm. we heard it, and it, like, stormed across the path and took off. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, they're seven and eight. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, boys, I'll, you know, like, let's just stay back. And they're very curious, and they love you, nature. And they're yeah. like, let's go chase it. And I'm like, no, 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 no. no, 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 no. no, no. We're not going to go chase the wild hogs that will probably eat you. <laughs> yeah. And it did eat this lady. They, they, they did. Damn. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I was like, man, and now when I told my groceries in, I got to get a bag and, you know, make sure food run in the house. Now, I live in the city. I ain't worried about the wild. I got to worry about the wild people. Where I live, wild people. It's like, what you got in that bag? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They come snatch the bag. Snatch that the is purse. some crazy shit, though. Yeah. That, that is crazy. That, that would be horrifying. It is, and just and then the people say when they found them, and that's why I say it's not really funny, but just the thought that you go out your front door and a bunch of hogs attack you, you're not expecting that. I mean, it's certain ways you expect to die, but wild hogs eating you is not the way you expect to die. I'm no. gonna be honest with you, that's not one. I tell you what, though, for me, that would probably be okay. Mm. I would probably be okay with that because I want to go out. Uh, in a memorable way, and I'm pretty yeah, sure yeah. Nobody that will that forget would... that. They would, yeah, what happened? Yeah, to Juan? Like, did you hear Juan died from mm-hmm. mauled? I mean, he got mauled <laughs> by Juan. They're like, oh, I, I knew some crazy shit was gonna happen to him anyway. As, you long, don't as, know. as long as Juan doesn't <laughs> drown, he'll be fine. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that does me like. See that there? Now I want to just stay in the city. I'm getting, I don't want to get too far out. <laughs> right now, you don't want to go too far out. Yeah, because I'm look when they said the hogs was out there like that. Now you know the dogs are mauled you. Cause we've had a couple of uh, do- uh pack, pack of wild uh wild dogs, you know people leave them loose and let me let me make this uh public service announcement right now. If you po, don't get no dog. If you look, I'm tired of these dogs in the street. Mm-hmm. If you can't afford it, if don't you, own it. If you can't feed yourself, I'm gonna have to tell you, you can't feed a dog. No. Or a cat, gerbil. Don't even get a goldfish. Don't buy nothing. Just you be lonely. Get your stuff out. <laughs> you, be you can't just be looking at some gaunt face goldfish. <laughs> yeah. Just be lonely. <laughs> just be lonely. I'm Damn, tired what of these a penalty, homeless what dogs. A, what a penalty for being poor. I'm yeah. sorry, you're too poor, you gotta be lonely. Yeah, I, you need to be lonely. Because I'm tired of these dogs running the street mauling people. You, you can't afford a dog. And then SPCA is not helping. Don't listen to them. We give the dog free shots. They're not giving the dog free food. They said they're going to get the dog a free shot. That's only Keep one nice time. nice and healthy so he can maul you. Yeah. <laughs> then you could, they leave. They found out, you know, these dogs really do eat. And yeah, no, you- I, I lived in the inner city for a while, and I lived in, in one of the worst neighborhoods in Detroit for mm-hmm. a while. And I had heard about these feral dog packs. Mm-hmm. Until I saw one, I had no idea how horrifying that is mm. when you that dog came down the street that like leader dog the 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 alpha male whatever right. like he owned the city <laughs> and believe me everybody ran in <laughs> nobody stayed out everybody ran in the house yeah like that he he runs that shit oh yeah because <laughs> like, yeah. it was like 30 of them and they were all weird looking they were a bunch of mutts not mm. you know i mean it wasn't like it was a pretty group you know what I mean? right no <laughs> it's scary no, but, uh, yeah, and I was like, "How do they? How do they survive out here?" And they mauling, they mauling. That's what they do. They mauling. Yeah, the dogs. 
And let me tell you something. These dogs are cold out here, boy. They bite. They come run up on you in a minute. And you have to really stand. I, it was somebody let they put pit bull out, and one day, in the, in the pit bull ran up on me. And I, I say, ah. <laughs> so, what you gonna do? We gonna get froggy together. You gonna jump? I'm gonna jump. I'm gonna I'm gonna fight that pit bull like I was one. <laughs> <laughs> He they not gonna get me. He not gonna get me. Yeah, after I bucked up to him, he left on went down the street. Said, "Let me go and find somebody. This woman might just kill. Now she might kill me." And he right. <laughs> he right. Cause I I don't care if you got an owner. If you don't keep your, I feel like this. If you want a dog, I didn't want the dog. Cause if I want a dog, I go get one. Mm-hmm. I don't want your dog in my yard. I don't want your dog because I didn't buy a dog. Mm-hmm. So that you want the dog, keep the dog in your yard. Cause if he run up here and bite me. Whatever I got, your dog gonna get killed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and don't call the police. If the police come, I say, my first question to police, I say, was he in my yard or her yard? Who yard was the dog in? Because he not my dog. He was in my yard. So I get the right to do whatever I want to that dog. Mm-hmm. If he come in it my yard. It sounds like you live in Texas. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> I dragged that damn body on my side of the line. Right, that's what? it. <laughs> there you go. The dog got killed in the yard. I didn't kill the dog in the street. <laughs> right to kill dogs in your yard. That's what it is. It's a right to kill dogs in your yard. State. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. That's great. Because <laughs> I always get a lot of shit for stuff about dogs. But, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I, I don't. I, I don't have a problem with dogs. I have a problem with people buying dogs and not keeping them in their yard. It's not the dog fault. The no. dog don't have a license with his name on it, so he know. You know what? I don't belong over here. Let me go over there because my license say I belong in this yard. The dog don't know any better, but I'm not gonna sacrifice my life so the dog can live. Cause the dog is not gonna get a job and take care of my family. <laughs> no. If that that if, would be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Unless my family's smart enough to make him a lassie or one of these do- one of these movie dogs. Mm-hmm. Cause I always tell people, now I want a dog, but the dog I want, I want one like Lassie or somebody that I can take to the movies. He make about twenty thousand an episode on a TV show. <laughs> That's the dog I want. Mm-hmm. I have him a little house in the backyard, just like a mansion, be a little dog mansion. Having a special well, yeah. handler, I go out there and say, "Hey, money dog, I thank you for this lifestyle." <laughs> money dog, hey, money dog, <laughs> <laughs> you gonna be a money dog? <laughs> money dog, <laughs> hey, money dog, you, you got me? I got you, I got you. Tonight, shrimp dog, you want some seafood? <laughs> I'll get you some seafood, puppy. What you want? Twenty thousand every week. <laughs> I treat that dog like a king, man. Yeah, you want a chicken sandwich? I'll go stand in that long line for a chicken sandwich for that dog. Twenty thousand a week. That's the dog I want. Everybody getting a regular dog, just a dog lay around the house. Now, get your money dog. Put in some work, puppy. Yeah, put in some work, puppy. Yeah, I want a money dog. I don't want no regular dog. No, no. Give me a money dog. <laughs> That's the dog I want. That's a life goal, right there. Yeah. That's brilliant. <laughs> Don't have to work. All you gotta do is look. Go to the movie. 
I, I can't train it. I hire a special trainer. Just make it smile for the camera. Do whatever you need to do. And pay, it, pay them good. The dog get on there. I say, yeah, that's my dog right there. <laughs> See what I'm doing? Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Frozen 2. Dog it 2. <laughs> <laughs> that's my dog right there. <laughs> Go and be at the premiere. Walking the dog in my little beaded gown. <laughs> yeah, this dog got it going on. So where do you want to go from here as far as your stand-up? Well. Like, how, how far do you want to go? Like, what is your As far dream? as like, it take you... me. As far as it take me. I don't know what. Uh, right now, we got a couple of people that's doing really well That uh, that's from Houston. Uh, one of them, he's uh, working for Trevor Noah. Uh, Noah Trevor. I always get the name missed. Mm-hmm. But uh, for The Daily Show. Mm-hmm. And yeah. he's, a, he's, he's a, re- a researcher and writer at The uh, Daily Show. And one little guy, he got in with Stephen Colbert, and they getting a new show together, and he's going to be a correspondent and a writer over there. And then we have another guy that's getting his own TV show with ABC, and all these are Houston people. So it can take wow. you. Yeah, so it can take you anywhere and everywhere. So Well, you do live in a great location. Houston's popping right now. Yeah. Well, you know, we're trying to make it a comedy. You know, Houston used to be a great comedy town back, you know, a lot of people don't remember, but... uh. Rashawn McDonald and Steve Harvey actually had a comedy club here, and uh, they brought on a lot of Houston comics on the on the national scene. They did BET Comic View toured and did all kind of things, and uh, they actually started here. And so Rashawn and Steve Harvey got their start here doing comedy. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Did yeah, they got their start here doing comedy back in the nineties. The hip hop comedy stopped. And uh, that used to be a, the place a lot of people came out of the hip-hop comedy style. A lot of people remember Raffi Mae was a Houston comic. Sam Kennison. We have a lot of great Houston Those are comics. two of my favorites of all time. Yeah, and they uh, and they all came from Houston. Both of those came from Houston. We got a lot of funny comics. It's that's a, a that's what people. you remind me of uh-huh. is it, Sam. <laughs> you, you, no, because there's nothing you won't touch. He right. was that person that could go places nobody could go, and you're like, damn. I mean, shit was just off the hook. Right. You, well, you can't limit yourself. If it's out there, and that's what people are talking about, you can't really avoid talking about it. And you don't have to be mean with it. It's just the truth. If you just tell the truth, people recognize it as the, as the truth, not yeah. that you're really making fun of it. It's just like even with Donald Trump. It, it, I mean, most of the jokes that people make about Donald Trump make about himself. It's just yeah. what he said. It didn't... I didn't put words in his mouth. Those are his actual words. <laughs> so you can't get mad at me for saying your words. Now, it's one thing if I lie on you and make up some words, but I don't even have to do that because you got some good words. I'm going to use yours. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to use your words. Your words, I can't even come up with the words he be having. <laughs> no. Damn, man, he got, yeah, I'm going to use your words. You good. I think a lot of it too is the reason that he even got in is because he had that show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he became Prince. like a celebrity, right? right? He became famous, and people. I mean, he was kind of always known before that, and uh, you know, he's to me, he's more of an entertainer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because he he's just too fucking funny. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like you, you can't really be in that office saying that shit, can you? Yeah. But he oh, does, and you, he doesn't stop. No, have you heard <laughs> he some keeps, of the stuff they had? My favorite one was the uh, guy they uh, just had on the impeachment hearings, and he said, uh, what did that guy say? He said, yeah. They say, did you say 
uh to the president say uh something about yeah they gonna be on your ass and the man said yeah that's all like something i say that's how me and donald trump talk we talk like that <laughs> <laughs> i was hollering <laughs> he said they're gonna be on your ass donald. <coughs> on the other hand I kind of respect the fact that at least he's tried not trying to cover it. I don't. Yeah. Maybe he's too dumb to cover it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. He was like, yeah. I don't know if I had that position, I'd be, I'd be shirt and tie, man. Yeah. <laughs> I know. He was like, man. He said, well, yeah, we kind. Sometimes we kind of get graphic when we speak. I was like, okay, then. They said, like, you mean like grabbing a pussy? Yeah, that's they, pretty they graphic. graphic. Yeah, they graphic. <laughs> they said they get kind of one of those photo phrases. Yeah, he said they get graphic when they speak. You know, I said, all right, then. I was, I said, baby, this a whole new, it's a whole new era, y'all. No telling what. I, I'm so scared of what we gonna get after Trump. Y'all just don't understand. <laughs> Yeah, that's yeah. Where do we go from, from here? here? Yeah, how far down can we go now? Because I mean, they finna. It's gonna. I just see a downward spiral. It's like now we got now he done put the bar down there. It's like we don't even want nothing up there no more. Nobody trying to vote for. Oh, he look like he can't run the country. I don't want him. Let's get the one right. Here. <laughs> we're just like at this point, we're like that person looks sane. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think they want sane anymore. Cause I mean. How yeah, much more you're probably right. They don't. Well, that wasn't so bad. When you say that wasn't so bad, that was all right what he did. But he wrote the law. But that wasn't that bad. See, he didn't slit nobody's throat. He didn't shoot nobody. You know. Well, they say he done raped a few people. A few women that came out and said, well, they was lying. You know he ain't raped them women. And he knows. I don't see no one lining up to have sex with him because of his looks or personality. (laughs) (laughs) And what about that Jeffrey Epstein man? Mm. That was that was hot too. Yeah, that's hot, Jeffrey Epstein, and not Prince Andrew. When the wrong, when your mama and daddy fire you, Mm -hmm. you in trouble. Oh yeah. His mom and daddy just fired him from his job (laughs) with the Warren family, y'all. Yeah. After that interview, he did. About Jeffrey Epstein. But he shouldn't have did that. Don't ask me to interview. If you think I did something wrong, I'm not interviewing. I'm no. going to tell y'all right now. I'm not <laughs> no. going. They're going to say, well, you look guilty. It's better to look guilty, guilty. Yeah. than to prove you are guilty. <laughs> yeah. That's like the serial killers that don't that fire their lawyers and yeah. have their own defense. Yeah. <laughs> You, I, I want to look as crazy as possible. Yeah. <laughs> you succeeded, sir. Yep. You have succeeded. But he said, Andrew, Prince Andrew said one thing, and this is the one thing he said. He said he went over to Jeffrey Epstein's house to tell him they couldn't be friends no more. <laughs> what? <laughs> he said when he got there, you know, it was just such a hard thing. He stayed four days and had a bunch of young women there. <laughs> But he only went in there to say, I can't hang out with you no more, buddy. They must really think that the average person is just an idiot. Buddy, buddy, <laughs> I can't be your buddy no more. You got all these young girls hanging around. See, I'm looking at, now that's a fine one right there. Right, I ain't leaving though. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll get a conscious in, in about four days. After my nuts are empty and I get days. some clarity. <laughs> I done broke up with yeah. me and I ain't stayed around them that long. When we was dating. Let alone breaking up. Four days is a long time. It is now. Yeah. It really is. That's funny. It yeah. really is. Yeah, four days is a long time to stay in the house with some young girls and a man that's supposed to be a pedophile and y'all all in the house together. 
four days. Oh, you mean young girls? Yeah, young no, girls. underage. Yeah. Underage. Like 14. Oh, I thought you. Oh, underage. Fourteen year olds. Yeah, fourteen year olds. That's what Epstein. He that was a big pedophile ring. That's all that was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Andrew was over there. Yeah, that's why his mom and daddy had to fire him. You know, your mom and daddy just ain't gonna fire you from no job. No. Not your mama and your daddy. Now your mama might fire you, <laughs> but your daddy gonna. You know, you just. Oh boy, you know you got that. You know, you know. But mama gonna mama say what? <laughs> How old was she? <laughs> Hell I just no. don't get that. She be like, Hell no, you can't work for me like that. No player, you can't work for me messing with them underage girls like that. But what's weird is nowadays it seems like that happens all the time. Man, what is this fascination with kids? It's oh. so weird. Yeah, but that. But you know what? And it's so funny because you think over the history when it was when we, when they had women where you couldn't have sex with a woman and this and that and it was the different morals and stuff and men had a hard time getting sex out of uh, so they say but it's always somebody pregnant mm-hmm. that wasn't married but they say it was hard getting the sex from the woman. But uh <laughs> not the ones I know. <laughs> <laughs> but that what got me is now that you can get it with a, for a Happy Meal now. You say, you want to go to McDonald's, I'll buy you a Happy Meal. Oh, I'll go home and go to bed with you. I mean, now <laughs> I they want children. got one for children. a fountain pop. Now they want children. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I say. He got one for a soda pop. I know. <laughs> it, wasn't even, it wasn't even in the bottle. It's a fountain pop. That's what I'm saying. You can get them for anything now. <laughs> and then... And so after it got easy, you could go out there, you could hump all day, hump all night, hump until the next week. Nobody care. Now they want to mess with the children. That's what get me. Yeah. Why, why are you messing with kids? Then they now they say that's a cycle. See, that's why I say I can't really talk because uh, I really don't have a filter because somebody lying. Mm-hmm. Talking about they got a mental problem. That just they just feel like they want a child. No, they don't. That's a lie. What little child? Who in their right mind want a child? Yeah, it's a lie. I was like, mm, don't get me started on that because I just don't understand it. And you know they got a whole organization now that they running for office trying to call it uh, adult on uh, adult on a child love. Oh yeah, you, Nambla. You said yeah, that? I've heard Nambla. of that. Yeah, yeah, Nambla. National Association for Me and What Minor Love Association. North, North American Man Boy Love Association. That's what. Yeah, they got that. And uh, it's a real thing. Yeah, and they want to be. Able, they want to make a law. Wait a minute. Now, this is what I'm finna tell y'all. That's why we y'all got, people need to read. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they let's hear this. To, they really need to read. Yeah. Because they want to make a law that any child that's 10 and older can can uh, officially go and be with a grown man or woman. I say, baby, not my child. I mm-hmm. How the mom and daddy going to let you have them? And number, I don't care if it is your own child. If you was to give them a, I'd be to everybody in the situation. Mm-hmm. But that's when, man, that they want to make that legal. Yeah, I I don't even have any words for that. I have I you can't didn't know. Yeah, that's, how do you even bring that to a, a vote? Who's who's standing up on a platform behind that? They got some. Exactly. They do have some, and they have a man that was running for office. That was his platform. That he was gonna make that legal for the boy, the me, the children can legally marry. A grown man or legally be with a grown man or woman. I wish somebody would. I wish you would try to mess with my child, 10 or older. When I tell you, you won't mess with no more. You won't be, you won't have to worry about it no more. Mm. 
Ain't gonna just be no body slamming Popeyes no, either. No, no. <laughs> and I want to know how you gonna what child you how you gonna get the child? Cause first of all, I came up at an age. I tell people all the time when they get to talk about old fashioned. I came up at an age. Grown people couldn't talk to me when I was a child. Mm-hmm. No grown man or woman could approach me. Mm-hmm. If a grown, we would play out in the yard all day long. If a grown person worked in the yard, people thought your mama wasn't watching you. She was in the house watching stories. No, she was watching us. Cause soon as somebody grown walk in the yard, my mama came outside and said, "Excuse me, excuse me, uh, uh-uh, uh, you can't talk to them. I'm the one you need to uh, discuss this. anything you need to discuss. These security." We couldn't talk to grown people. And they had us so scared. A grown man approached girl. We ran in the house. We wasn't going to even stay there to see what they wanted because they wasn't. No. And so don't you never talk to a grown man. Okay. No, we wouldn't talk. We we left. They had us trained. Mm-hmm. But they yeah, got. I, I grew up. I pretty much grew up the same way. Yeah. And even today, like my kids, mm-hmm. I, I know where my kids are. Every second, right. they don't go. They don't go stay in no one's house, Mm-mm. like all that. You know what I mean? I, that's uh-uh. I can't believe. That. To me, I know it sounds like I'm really too conservative, maybe to some people, but well, obviously no. there's too many wackos out there. They got votes coming up for this no, shit. That's so parenting. I'm assuming it's everybody down the street too. So don't Look, talk to my kids. I call it parenting. They yeah. don't want you to parent your kids no more. You're supposed to let them have freedom. Freedom for what? They kids. They don't need no freedom. When they get a job, they can get all the freedom they want when they get 18. <laughs> yes. They can get every free. They can get all the freedom. They can use coupons. I don't care how mm-hmm. the free they want it. Yeah. I know. Mm. When they get 18, they get out. That's the problem. Everybody wants your kid to have rights. No. You don't have no rights. Let me tell you about America. America is a democracy outside my front door. But it's yeah. a dictatorship <laughs> in this house. Oh my goodness, we have the same house. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa! You don't get to make choices. Yeah, <laughs> I, I say to them all the time, whoa, whoa, whoa! I didn't ask you to think. Yeah, I asked you to do what I asked you to do. You can right. think later, because right now I'm the parent. I know what's right and what's good for you. Don't you, question me. You go when we, you get older, and I can sit down and explain some shit to you. Right. I will, but right now, why are you uh-huh. still here? You should be moving. Yeah, no, no, we don't go. <laughs> That's yeah, exactly how I talk to my kids. In the house is a dictatorship. Out there is a democracy. No, they gonna give you rights outside. I'm gonna make sure you get your rights outside the door. Inside the door, them rights have been stripped. <laughs> they no longer exist. And you are now in a dictatorship, and you are gonna find out what Russia and China them were talking about. Because I say don't move, you're not going to move. That's what's going to happen. But if we got these kids thinking they're in a d- democracy, they're not in a democracy. It's outside the door. Yeah, I agree because sometimes I'll be I'll call one of my kids or something. But, hey, you know, James, come here. And then I hear this. What? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> what? no. no. <laughs> oh, hell no. Uh, we you did not just say Ooh. what. You got uh, there's punched. no what here unless oh, it's no. uh what do you want me to do, Dad? Yeah. <laughs> Don't there's yes, no ma'am. point where you get to choose whether you're going to decide <laughs> yeah. to do what we're about to talk about. Right. And now you're stalling it. So mm-hmm. now I'm pissed. So yeah, I don't yeah. I don't, yes, man. And people think uh, yeah, yes, people sir. think I'm mean. No, that, people that, listen, I got five kids. We were raised. If by I don't mean run a people. tight ship, it's chaos. Yeah. No, I believe you. But no, it's not that you really being mean to them, they because I believe you give them an inch, they take a mile. They're going to yep. try to try you. Mm-hmm. The kids want to they try you. They have some, they so smart and they have this technology over you. 
that they're going to try you in every aspect of your life. Mm-hmm. So, But you got to put the foot down and put the rules down and let them know who really running things because they get it in their head. They running something. And when they find out, then you mean when they find out, oh, he not going to let me get away with nothing because they, if they can get away with it, they will. No, no, I'm that parent. I'm a parent nightmare. Yeah, because <laughs> I I don't do threats. There's no such thing as a threat. No, no. there there's a uh, consequence. Right. And like I'll let them know what the consequence is, and I'll be like, make a choice. Go ahead, make your move. Right. <laughs> but you know, you do the wrong one. This is what's gonna happen. Mm-hmm. And because uh, but for a while, you know, they were like they were kind of shocked. Yeah. Like oh oh he means it. Now they know when Dad mm-hmm. says something. Yeah, that's they, like black and white. Yeah, there's there's no gray area. This is not a debate team. We not debating it. <laughs> no, my kids look at each other. Look, look at brother. Look at another brother. Like, Don't fuck up, daddy. <laughs> I'm like, what you just say? Uh, I was like, I heard you. <laughs> that's right. My friend had me laughing. She uh, <laughs> she had two little boys and they were in the room sleep. And she said one night they were supposed to. Uh, she heard them talking. And the the baby boy said, I'm gonna go in there and ask Mama so and so. And the other boy said, don't go in there and ask mama nothing. You know she crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that girl. She said, because they already, the oldest one already knew. Don't, you supposed to be asleep. Don't you even get out that bed. <laughs> you already know mama crazy. <laughs> you know mama crazy. <laughs> That's a smart one. Yeah, my yeah. kids try to counsel the other kids. Mm-hmm. They're like, don't do that. You know, Daddy. No, why are you even asking? Just waste time. It's gonna get pissed at you. Why are you yeah. doing that? <laughs> yeah. And then they'll they'll go ahead and try, and then they can hear. I told you. Uh-huh. <laughs> you the guinea pig gone in there. But I got I got two of them that are like flawless. Mm-hmm. Like they get it. Yeah. They've learned, and they I really have like no problems. Like right. I can take I can take all my kids into a store. Mm-hmm. They ain't running around. They're right. not. Making noise, they're not begging and crying for shit, right? Because I tell them when we're going in, I'm coming in to get groceries. You got to come with me because I can't leave you in the car, right? We may pass some toys and shit that you want. I'm telling you right now, you're not getting none of that shit, right? So don't ask. You ask, the- and then I'm gonna haul your ass out in the parking lot, and then I'm gonna be pissed because I got groceries I need to get. Right? And I'm not having you act a fool in public, right? So like sometimes when I'm in public and I see someone's kid just running that parent. Mm-hmm. Oh, that just kills me. <laughs> I just want to be like, do you have any balls? No. Why you no. let your kid run you like that? And then you know what they say? Well, I got two. Two? I got five. <laughs> two? Right I can take my kids and the neighbor's kids. What are you talking about, two? I, they been like it, oh, it's too much work. Work? Listen, no. you put in the work is when you put in the consequences. Yes. Once you make them consequences str- like stick, yeah. the work's done, parents. Yeah. That's where the work's done. Then you don't got to work no more. No, My- you don't. But they and find that, that but you nowadays, serious. But nowadays, yeah, but nowadays parents are so lenient. Like mm-hmm. you said, like they want to give all their kids this like adult freedom when they're seven. Right. Yeah. Why, you right. Got a, why you got a cell phone? Yeah. At five. Right. No, 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 no. fuck's wrong with you? No. I know. That's what I'm saying. They give kids too much. And this is the number one. This one they mess up. The number one thing they do. What you want for dinner? No, we finna eat. <laughs> yeah. So and so oh. and such and such. <laughs> you ain't got no one. I thought we was going to McDonald's. That's what you get for thinking. Because <laughs> we're not going. Did I tell you to think about the food? I prepare the food. If I decide I want to buy something, I'll buy it. I, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to buy. I'm not asking you where y'all where y'all want to go for dinner. No, this is dinner. Or they Eat ask it. me, 
what's for dinner, Dad? Dinner. So what's for dinner? <laughs> That's what you're eating. Why are you asking me what we're eating? Because whatever it is, you're eating it. That's it. I don't, I don't do that shit like, oh. I made that mistake with my first son. And his mom was real lean, like a hippie. Yeah. And like she's like, and, and she talks to her kids like this. She says that shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, what are you guys? Are you guys hungry? Are you guys hungry? Do you want something to eat? Are you kidding me? I got a schedule. Bitch, right. I tell you what, <laughs> dinner's at six o'clock. <laughs> right. Get your hands washed and be at the table at six o'clock. That's when we eat. There's no right. if you feel like it. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like cooking, but right. I do it. Right. Because I want you to not live on McDonald's like you have the damn fat little kids mm-hmm. running around right now. <laughs> Being stupid because they're all on just MSGs. Man, they gonna... shit they're them sauces. <laughs> they putting stints in them at two now. I'll say heart stints in them oh. at two because they have all... they start with McDonald's. I say they like little birds. They like little newborn birds. They mouth open when they go in a circle. They hit that drive-through circle. And when they hit a circle, they start knowing it's time to eat because they take them to McDonald's. I mean, they not even one. They out there sucking on the French fry. You don't go in there and get that baby some milk and some real food, some baby cereal and whatever. That It's a baby. That is but not You know what it adult. is, though? It's because people, to be honest, this is my opinion about it. People can get pissed if they want. You're fucking lazy. That's yeah. why you do that shit. You don't okay. want to take the time to go cook a decent meal for your kids because right. you're too fucking lazy. And it's not and it's hard. easier to go somewhere else. And no. it's not hard. No. It's not hard. They're, they're, Learn to cook, people. It takes like 30 minutes. Yeah. And I you, can do the- you can go to Food Network, all recipes. They got 30 minutes. They got some 15-minute oh, yeah. recipes. Ground beef, ground turkey, you can stir that up in 10, 15 minutes and get you a couple of mashed potatoes and some green beans. That's... That's a healthy meal. Yeah. That's exactly how we cook here. Yeah. You don't need, it's not that hard. It really is simple. Cooking is simple. And you can go through the store and look at healthy. You can go to the vegan website if you just want to be super healthy. You can go to the vegetarian website. You know, you know, our parents grew up, they ate starches, they ate everything. They drank Coke, ate ice cream. But we sit on our bus every day, got these kids playing games. They can't go outside. You know you got to go outside with them, y'all. Y'all know it's pedophiles out there. Go outside with your children. Mm-hmm. Don't send your children outside by themselves. They can't even wait for the school bus. No it's ridiculous. Yeah, I have four acres here, so I let my kids out here. Yeah. But when we lived in the city, I couldn't let them. I didn't let them go nowhere. No, you can't. I didn't even let them go outside because it was scary. There was a lot yeah, of pedophiles that's what, in our area. Yeah. And I was like, not having that. I'm not, I, it's too much drama. It is. I don't want to bring that in my house. No. So, so, but here I can let them outside. I'll be like, I literally will like go turn all the shit off. Right. Get out. I'll be like, go outside. But dad, go outside. Find a stick, something. Get the hell out of here. Mm-mm-mm. And Look I'll, I'll I'm like, I'm not playing. I'll lock the door for two hours. Yeah. You'll be all right. <laughs> yeah. And then they find out them. they had fun. Yeah. They, yeah, that's what we did. That's what we And then they'll be like, my kid came up to me the other day. He was like, Dad, I climbed a tree. And I was like, oh, see, that's what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> then the next day, he's like, Dad, I climbed a tree. And I was outside by the mm-hmm. barn. Uh-huh. He climbed all the way to the top. Oh my! And I was goodness. like, I was like, okay, well, that's not what I meant. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you, you took it a little stream. He's like, I'm gonna. Then he said, I'm gonna parkour. 
Not from up there, you're not. <laughs> I tried not to look scared, right? Because I knew yeah. I could get my fat ass up there. I know. Get him. So I just was like, get down from that tree. And then I, I just came inside and was like praying, please, Lord, get him down. Get him get down safe. I don't hear no thumps. Yeah. I can't I can't get him down myself. And then he came walking in. He's like, see? And I was like, okay, but well, uh, here's the deal. Don't go that high, man. Like, yeah. I don't know if you're stupid, what's going on, that you don't have a fear of natural death and heights. No, they but, don't. But uh, no. yeah, uh, don't no, go that don't. high again. But at least he was outside, yeah. you know? Yeah, It's funny, because you go drive down the street now, you don't even see kids out. No. When was the last time you saw a group of kids riding their bikes? If you see a group of kids now, you better get your gun out. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. I see kids in a group. I like, they like them feral dogs and all. Like, they're up to no good. Yeah, nah, this ain't work. This don't look good right here. I don't no, when I when, when I we see more than the... two in a group, I'm like, you know what? Let me get my concealed weapon <laughs> out right now. Because you know case. the dumb ones running that shit. Yeah, <laughs> just in case I got to pop somebody. Because <laughs> there's too many of them. I can't fight three of them. I might could give you a hand to hand on one on one, but I might not even fight one. I just just I don't feel like it. Just to fight one-on-one, I just don't feel like it. Well, the thing is, too, is because kids now have no, they don't have any conscience. No, no, no. They don't have, they don't have any morals because they're just left out. When I lived in the ghetto, we used to play a game called Spot the Baby. Because you would see little kids, I'm talking, barely could walk, in diapers, two o'clock in the morning, walking down the street. Where the fuck is this parent? Where are you going? Two o'clock in the morning? I'm not even out at two o'clock in the morning. I wouldn't see it. I'm going to tell you, the baby in trouble. Because I don't be out at 2 o'clock in the morning, let alone the baby. But I well, tell you, I tell, uh, these kids are something else. I feel sorry for them because, you know, like I said, we can't, they can't have fun like we used to have. The parents are not parenting. They're friends with the kids. Nobody I tell them, I'm not your friend. I'm yeah. your dad. Right. <laughs> I don't now, care if you like me. <laughs> you can hate me to the day you die, but you at least you will grow up to have a day to die. Because they taking them out too young now. Mm-hmm. They taking them out so young. But, uh, yeah, the kids, you feel sorry for them because the parents, you know, it's not just, you know, they had to think about whooping kids and all this. But the thing about it is people don't want to talk to kids. You have to talk and educate your children on your rules, how you want it to go. And then you teach them about life. My nephew was going to college. I told him the things that I, that I found helpful for me in college. Like I would tell him, I say, man, do your classes Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or Tuesday, and Thursday. Get them, give you a break. Don't go to class five days a week. You did that when you was in high school and it wore you out. Do, do, do every other day and get you a break. You have time to study. You have time to relax. If you want to get a job, you have time to work. You won't be so, you won't be so tense. Going to college and you can't pass your classes. That's a lot of stress. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I told him that. If you're doing bad in the class, drop that class. They tell you not to drop. Yeah, drop. Because one F costs you four A's. It takes four A's to pull up an F. I told my kid, I told him that. He was like, you know what? That's a lot of good information. When he went to college, he did good because he already had a foundation. Because I already was laying the line on how to study, how to do this, this and that and that. We're trying to teach him. Things that were helpful for to me for college that I thought would be helpful for him to know. If I, somebody had told me, I would have been able to do that. So now I know, like, for me, with, when you were talking about, like, with the spanking and stuff. Yeah. Like, here's the deal. 
Uh, kids a certain age, if anyone studies st- child psychology, when they're mm-hmm. real young, they can't reason. Right. When that right. kid reaches for a burner and it's hot, hot. you, you smack to. his hand. You got to. Why? I can't go, uh, Brian, that's going to be hot. It, you might hurt you if you touch Mm-mm. it. Could you please? No, you smack the hand. When yeah. a kid gets older and I can reason with them, and so that's, how I, that's how I talk to my kids. Right. I say, right. look, uh, uh, I'm going to go ahead and reason with you. But if you mm-hmm. get stupid, we're going to go back to the spanking. <laughs> right. The, yeah. no, I, that's how it is. Yeah. And then I'll tell you what, you get one good swat on one of them. <laughs> The other they four all start at, Well, anybody who's smart is going to listen. Yeah, and <laughs> you know what? And I get shit for it. Right. But I, you know what? It it it's. I think it's well, it's just reasonable. Yeah. I'm not beating my kids. No. But, but I will openly tell people I spank my children. Right. I discipline my children. Right. And they know the rules. And my kids will literally just go, "All right, Dad." Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Like, they want their children, but like you say, when spank. And then if you get one. I mean, everybody not the same. You may no, get they one. get different. Yeah, they are different. So some you may have to spank more than others. Some you may never spank because they it clicks. They want. They and some of the clicks. some of them the spankies don't work. No. And so you have to find some other alternative. You got to find out that. that. Yeah, find out. My hand, my hand be hurting with one of them. So oh, I was no. just like, you know what? I got to find. This doesn't no. work. If I got to come back and repeat this behavior more than once, yeah, or twice in a day, mm-hmm. then. It's not working for you. Right. So I had to find other things like, mm-hmm. you know, take things or give right. a more extreme restrictions yeah. and things like that, uh, which I don't like doing because it's hard to do, especially when you got that many. Yeah. But I'm not I'm not a lazy parent. I'll be on that shit. Listen, yeah. this is as much work for you as it is for me. You think yeah. you hate it? I hate, I hate it, too. It too. <laughs> that, don't it? It's the same thing. And you're right. But that's, but that's being a parent. That's putting in the work. Right. And I don't give a shit what anybody thinks about it. Right. Like, that's my. That's how I feel. It's the best for my children. Right. You do whatever you want with your kids, but I tell yeah. you what, you get your five kids and my five kids. We'll go out in public. Yes, I sir. bet you my kids act better. Man, <laughs> let me tell you. These I don't trip are... over no Legos. No. My foot you. never sets foot on a Lego. You don't right. mess up shit and leave it on the floor of my house. Right. You leave a toy. I don't care if it's your favorite toy. I watch you cry as I smash that shit. Uh-uh. <laughs> because you do you do that once you take that that favorite toy and smash that shit mm-hmm. guess what they, they start putting that, that shit away they, they, they start oh, well, taking gonna, care of that stuff let me see daddy gonna daddy gonna tear this one up let me get this out the way I don't, and he not exactly. gonna buy another one and he not gonna nope. buy another one That's and I don't go oh I feel bad Brian tomorrow I'm gonna buy you a new fire truck mm-hmm. I'm like you can kiss that fire truck goodbye and every other one in your childhood mm-hmm. don't try me again I'll get that other one <laughs> <laughs> I know it sounds harsh, right? But mm. it it worked. I tell you what, I don't have to. Like I said, it's not I don't have to worry about stepping it. on no toys. It's not that you're doing it every day, anyway. So no, no, not at all. You're just doing it. You're doing it as ne- needed. It's not like 23 hours out of the day. I'm torturing my kids. And no, not at hour, all. That one hour, they get a little piece. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes it's only, sometimes now it only has to be a minute, and maybe even yeah. in a day, right? Because I don't ha- I don't have to be tough dad anymore. It just right. took a while to like. Get the kids to understand yeah. discipline. They, yeah. And uh, but you know, if you cannot get a child to understand that there's a boss mm-hmm. and that in life you're gonna have to do shit you don't want to do. Right. This idea that everybody's all about, you know, do whatever you feel like doing, be whatever you want to be. Look, right. you can't be whatever you want to be. No. You got talents, you got gifts, but you need to go with what those are. Don't tell your kid he can be an astronaut if he can't count to ten. Like yeah, he <laughs> stop be lying to your kids. Be you better start getting he real good at cutting grass. He has to go to college. <laughs> Something. But no, the thing about it is that's just like sports. They have everybody's a winner. No, no, they're no. not. <laughs> no. Everybody's not a winner. I'm going to tell you. 
They need losers because you need to learn how to lose. Yes, mm-hmm. you do. Yeah. That's what people don't understand. Everybody know how to win. It feel good to win. Mm-hmm. So we all know how to win. But, man, it take a lot of discipline and strength to lose graciously. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't have that. They lose and they're kicking dirt and they're throwing balls at people, hitting people in the head with shit. With or people make excuses and blame it on everyone else but themselves. Right. So it's, you got yeah. So you gotta you gotta teach kids how to lose, and that's why it's good for them to have sports, in which there's a winner and there's a loser. And you go over there and shake the winner hand when you lose and tell them it's a good game because they played a great game. You gotta tell people. Sometimes people just outplay you. Mm-hmm. You just go over there and say, man. And if you don't like how I went this time, that means when practice starts next week, you need to be the first one at the practice court working on your skills. Now, if you're not willing to put in the work or the time, people not just going to give you a game. You got to work for it. And that's what they want. They teaching these kids that everything goes. You're going to be a winner. They can't even go get They can't even get it. The millennials, now they talking about the millennials. You know how they quitting these jobs? Getting good jobs. Mm-hmm. Just quitting them. Because the boss raised his voice. What did he? What what did you do or did you not do? Did you do what he told me? Well, I told him that wasn't in my job description. You don't tell the boss what's in your <laughs> job description. He the boss. I couldn't believe that when I heard someone say that once for the first time. Yeah. Look at the boss and went, "Well, that's not my job description." I was like, "I guess having a job's probably not in your, your description." Job. <laughs> you about to be home? Yeah. You about to be homeless? Like, what are you doing? You don't find Diana feed you? Like, I, I didn't like I mean, the way he said You may not like it, but you can go look for another job, but you better be nice to that one till you yeah. got somewhere at least to go. Yeah, that was like, crazy. Can... I, and I say leaving good jobs. They were saying, uh, they 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 were saying that these millennials just lose just leaving a job because it's not in their job description. The uh they didn't like the about the way the boss talked to him. Was he just talking to you? Like now say I have a problem if he just pick it on you. But if that's the way he talked to everybody, that's the way he talked. You just deal with it. My kids ain't going to get yelled at by no boss worse than me. <laughs> 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 They'll be like, everyone else will be Kyle going, he hurt my feelings. They'll be like, that guy's not shit. Yeah, you should be my dad. Yeah. <laughs> They'll be like, oh, yeah, you got your kids. You, you, it's just ridiculous. They got these kids so soft. I'm like, man, they can't, they can't lose a game. Well, then they going to lose it. Like, I got news for people. <laughs> If I could, uh, I'll tell you one day, you're going to lose something in life. You're going to lose. Yeah. You ain't going to win everything. So what you going to do when you lose? Now everybody want to do some suicide. Not suicide. Why suicide is at an all-time high? Because the people don't know how to lose. They don't know how to take an F. You made an F on the paper. So what? Go and do the next. You got another assignment coming up. Go get an A. Go study. I'm not giving you an A. You're going to earn the A. Where, where did people get all this from? That you supposed to be handed everything on the silver plate. You know what, baby? I'm just like your mama. I'm gonna give you everything. That's not your mama and your daddy. They the one that buy everything for you. I don't look. If I'm your teacher, let me tell you something. I don't love you like your mama and daddy love you. I just don't. Cause you gonna come in here and do your work, and mama may give you a pass. You bring me some uh, empty piece of paper. I'm putting a zero on. <laughs> okay, how many tears you cry? You getting a zero because you didn't do nothing. I tell my kids when they're crying, I say, you know what happens when you cry? I feel like I'm being a good parent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because you just don't understand. And I'm like, you'll understand later You're when right. you have kids. Why did this? And I, I do explain to them why things are the way they are. Right. So they understand. But I tell you what, my kids are 
we are a tight family. Right. Tight. My kids love love me to death. They love their mom to death. They I mean we're tight. But they don't get the freedoms that a lot of other kids the the that they don't get those adult freedoms early, let's put it that right. way. Right. But and uh but they live a happy life. Yeah. Well, I'll give you a prime example. I like to watch Investigation ID. Mm-hmm. Now, have y'all ever noticed that it's always the people that don't have good parents talking to ones with good parents into killing their parents? Yep. How you going to tell me kill my mama and daddy and you ain't to kill your mama and daddy? <laughs> Go kill your mama and daddy first and come holler at me then. Yeah. <laughs> don't just think I'm finna run over there and kill my mama uh-huh. or kill my daddy. Well, yeah, they just too hard on you. You what? They won't let you go to the school, f- the spring fling. They need to die. <laughs> and then, and then they go in there and they kill their mom and daddy. What kind of craziness is that? But how somebody can talk you into killing your parents <laughs> and they parents still walking the earth? That's gonna be my first question. Yeah. I need you to kill your mom and daddy. Well, hold up, where your mom and daddy? But they had the house. Well, go and bust them first. <laughs> Go and bust your mama. Go and bust your daddy. And then come on, holler at me when you finish. Then we'll work on my parents. But you bust your old first. You're not just going to kill my mama and daddy off the gate. No, no. You better no, put no. in some work first or something. Yeah, you got to bust your old first. <laughs> it, it's a crazy society that we live in now. It's yeah. so – I think, too, even though I'm 47, I came in when, when the internet came in. And right. I'm telling you, ever since the internet came, it changed the world. It literally, everyone now wants everything instantly because they yeah. can get it instantly. Any information, you can click and it's right. there in seconds or a second. Mm-hmm. And that's why there's just a, seems this general lack of patience for anything. Everyone wants stuff now. Nobody right. wants to work for it. It doesn't seem like nobody, but there's a lot of people who just, they think that I guess it just happens. Yeah. You just get famous or you just get money for no right. reason. Like they don't have a work ethic. Mm-hmm. And their parents are feeding into it. Going, yes, you need to work on just being the next, you know, pampered, famous person. Like, what? Right. Well, I what? Find, yeah. A lot of this started. I'm going to tell you what really ruined it. It wasn't, it wasn't the internet. I'm going to tell you what ruined it. The doggone microwave. Remember when you had to put your food in the stove? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ah, yeah, wait 20 we had a microwave. Minutes. You had to wait 20 minutes for that food to heat up in the stove. You're that right. Microwave, the microwave started it all. The microwave started it all. You go there, you sitting at the microwave one minute. Oh, my food hot. But we had to put it on a silver pan. You got that pie pan. Mm-hmm. You put your food on that silver pan. You set it in the oven. <laughs> you be hungry after watching. Man, you be in the You take it out every five minutes, third of it. Dog, it still ain't warm enough. <laughs> had to sit back in the oven. You had to work to eat. Back in the day, you had to work to get just a leftover. Now they just throw it in the microwave. And it's hot in a minute, so not everybody think everything ought to come in a minute because the microwave, the microwave ruined all that. I'm gonna tell you, that's where it started. That's hilarious. Yeah, that's I why they have those convection ovens now. <laughs> yeah, because it funny. speeds everything up, and they get like a double oven, so you can yeah. <laughs> two things at once. <laughs> I don't right? even own a microwave, and that's hilarious. Like I'm like, I don't need one. I cook everything fresh, and mm. then if I want to, I reheat it in the oven or reheat it on the stovetop. Right. Like Jasmine, she'll come mm. over and she'll be like. Uh, where's the microwave? I was like, uh, there isn't one. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, what? She's like, what? Like you don't bucks. own a microwave? No, I don't have a microwave. I do everything pan in the oven. or in the Get oven. one of those silver pop yep. <laughs> Put it in the oven. That's, that's all right. you That's because Mark can really cook, too. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. I, I can really cook, and I enjoy cooking. So most right. of the time, I don't want a microwave. If I have leftovers, I'll heat it up right. and, you know, on the stove oh, or whatever. Yeah. But Half the I'll make like just enough for me that meal and I have, mm-hmm. I love cooking. I'm mm-hmm. like, man, 
Like frozen, just enough for frozen me dinners. Frozen yeah. dinners. And me. <laughs> I know. Hot pockets. You don't do hot pockets. Mm-mm. Hot pockets. No. <laughs> See, hot I won't. My wife will eat the shit out of some hot pockets. I, I, I look at a hot pocket. I'm like, baby, that ain't even food. Not, no. I don't no. even know what that is. I know it probably tastes really good. Right. Because uh, you keep stuffing your face with them. But uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's going to kill you sooner or later. <laughs> they love the hot pocket. I, I'm not a fan of the hot pocket either. I never did like them either. She don't even make them right. I know. <laughs> you know right it's, there's too much work if you fold the tin thing just right and you got to yeah. slide it in. It's supposed to like make it crispy. Yeah, they won't even do that. They're too lazy. Not, just take it out, throw it <laughs> in there. However it comes out. However it comes out. But it, it is what it is. Then it's it just you're right, though. Gooey, hot I mush. think you really hit on something important in history. Yeah, it yeah. was the microwave. It was the microwave. <laughs> you set her first. Yeah, you, the microwave ruined everything. That's what, because honey, we used to wait 20, 30 minutes before we would eat a meal. And you know, and then you notice after the microwave, everybody just blew up. Before then, we were all <laughs> just small. Because we had to wait 30, 40 minutes. By that time, you wasn't that hungry. You didn't eat all of it. You saved some of it. Then you had to reheat. Then you'd be like, you know what? I'm going to let somebody else. Hey, hey, mama, you want half of this? Because I'm not going to eat it all. Because I don't even want to work that hard to warm it up tomorrow. <laughs> Right, it was right. So we were a lot smaller, and we were, and we were a lot more patient. Mm -hmm. We were a lot more patient. Microwave got us going. Well, if the food can get warmed in a minute, I what else can I get in a minute? Mm -hmm. And then, yep. Then after that, it been sex. Everything been downhill since then. So Juan, there's the answer to why I'm so patient. I don't have a microwave. (laughs) He'll be like, "How are you so chill?" I know he doesn't have a microwave. No, that's probably got some real truth behind it. To be honest. (laughs) It really does, because if I was like, had a like, oh god, my oh my goodness, five kids waiting on the silver pans, got to have five silver pans. Do you have Daddy, any silver Daddy, pans at your house? <laughs> I get, How many silver pans do you have at your house? Because you need at least seven silver pans to have. Oh, I've, you got, get rid I've of, got a lot. If you get rid of your microwave, you know you got to stock up on those silver pans. <laughs> No, it's funny. I moved, I moved out to my mom's house to take care of her. She's in her 80s now. And mm-hmm. uh, so she's got like cookware from like the last eight decades. I don't right. Know. Like I got I got real copper, real iron. Yeah. <laughs> cast I, iron. That cast yeah. iron skillet is good cooking. Well, I tell you what, those things will break your wrist though. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have I, I used to one hand them. Now I got like two hands. And, yeah. <laughs> but they That's cook real, really well though. They do. They cook the food really good and evenly too. They really do. But yeah. So, but that's what getting us, yeah. The microwave, <laughs> microwave started it <laughs> all. Microwave started the downward slide. <laughs> Have you ever done that? Have you ever done that bit in a in a stand up show? No, I hadn't even. No, nah, I was just talking. I, we always that talk is, about that. Is see, like when you do, it's so interesting because you're one of those people that's just funny. Mm-hmm. Like I sometimes <laughs> will, you'll say someone will have a conversation with me and something mm-hmm. like that will come up. I'm like, that is gold. God, that's so funny. You know what I mean? Like that is right. something you put in the show because that's yeah. who wouldn't identify with that? Like yeah, yeah. you know, what I mean? especially when you're older. Older, like, you'd be like, you know, you're right. Yeah, the microwave. Before the microwave, we waited on everything, and we waited. Yeah. I mean, I mean you it's know. like today when you get in line, if someone's like writing a check, people yeah. fall apart. Yeah, they be like, <laughs> you like, mean yeah. they still have checks? You didn't go get a debit card. <laughs> <laughs> Don't your bank have a debit card? <laughs> and they fussing. At, I had to. I get on people. Let them say something about me. And my, you got all them groceries, bitch. I eat. <laughs> 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 I 
you got one thing. Don't come on behind me. And you saw I had a basket full of groceries, and then you want to act a fool with me. Because if you say something to me, I'm going to be like, bitch, I eat food. <laughs> and you actually cook it. <laughs> yeah, I cook and eat. This isn't just supplemental food to yeah, make it look like I don't eat fast then, food eight times a yeah. week. <laughs> then they make me throw out my favorite word, ho. <laughs> <laughs> That's your favorite word? When they uh, make me mad, I'll be like, ho. <laughs> oh, my God. I love you. That's just too funny. Yeah, they want to That is you. too funny. I was like, how you got? Try to tell me what to do at my time at the register. This my- when you get to the register, you do what you want to do. If you exactly. want to run and chunk money at the cash register, cashier and run out the door, go ahead. Go for it. This is my time. I get to do it how I want. I'll get to tell the lady hello. Yeah. They get mad when you say, hey, how you doing? You got oh, to yeah. speak. You got to speak to the cashier, bitch. I speak. Yes, I got to speak to the cashier. <laughs> yes, I do. I do, too, and people get mad at me, too. <laughs> Why are you yes, still I- talking? Yeah. Don't you got stuff to do? Yeah. And then, I'm like, and then I go, like, how your day been going? It been going pretty good. I said, I see y'all got some good sales. Don't have no conversation. <laughs> that be so mad. I do that all the time, and people get mad all the time. But I know I, every cashier's yeah. personal life. Yeah. Yep. They can start talking. Yeah, I had one person came in here today, and you know she cussed me out because the grapes was supposed to be ninety nine, and they was a dollar oh nine. Girl, you get all the stuff. I went to Bad Body Works one time. <laughs> and the ma- and the woman got mad at the lady at Bath Body Works. They had a five dollar sale on the lotion. Now you know these women go crazy over this Bath Body Works lotion, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Loss of mind. They, they got <laughs> on the woman because she ran out of uh, uh, the lady favorite lotion. Y'all know people was gonna buy the lotion. Well, bitch, you should have got here early. Yes, they was gonna buy the lotion. That's why they ain't got no more. Why you wait all day to come up here and get your lotion? This. I don't need the lotion. I care nothing about the lotion. I work here all the time. If I want the lotion, I pick up the lotion. You the one wanted the $5 lotion. You came at 855 and know we close at 9 o'clock trying to get some $5 lotion. Ain't no $5 lotion. It's gone. <laughs> she said, that woman cussed her out about that lotion. I said, that's why I can't work with the public. Cause, but by the time uh, they say one thing, I probably would just gave them a look. I said, bitch, what? <laughs> That's exactly why I can't either. <laughs> Bitch, what? I'm like, it's $5 sushi day on Wednesday. You better show up before 10 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> if you're going to get the $5 sushi, there's only so many of those. Yeah. <laughs> and well, then if people complain later, I'm like, I don't know what time you get up, it. but I start my day about 4.30 in the morning. Yeah. By noon, <laughs> I'm already two meals in. <laughs> yeah. They'd be like, she got a nasty attitude. The show do. What you gonna do about it? <laughs> you know, it's not though. It's just honest. <laughs> and we get we get we get so much shit just for being straight with people. I but know. I don't I don't cut, you know, I like you, I don't like trying flower shit up. Why? No. I'm just I mean, trying to I'm get gonna through be my... nice to people, but I mean if you but I'm gonna tell you the truth. I it, I tell people this all the time. People don't believe this, but if somebody take the time to tell you stuff, the hard stuff, if I stop if I say, hey, so-and-so, you know, I don't want to tell you this, but so-and-so, so-and-so. I care a lot about you. Mm-hmm. It's easy for me to okay foolishness and say, yeah, that's so-and-so good. Go on, do it. And you go out there and break your neck. I, I can okay that all day long. That means I don't care nothing about you. You go on out there. But if I take my time and I say, you know what? I, I don't think I would do that if I were you. Don't do it. I said, that's somebody that care about you. 
is it's the it's in the times of hard times and trouble when people stand by you and tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. That's what's gonna help you make it in life. Not nobody checking a yes man and yes yesing you and yeah man that's good. That's not gonna help you in life. No, that's because, why Mark and I are such good friends. Yeah, yeah. we don't cut it. We don't like we don't uh, pull any sugarcoat anything even between right. each other. Yeah, no, you you can't not you don't supposed to sugarcoat things if you're that friend. You're but he's like one of the only ones that's like that. Yeah. Everyone yeah. else is so fake. I know. Well, what can not you fake, do? but they're just trained to like. I guess. Yeah. Not, if, I don't know. If I talk, if I talk to him the same way I talk to half the other people I know, right. they'd never speak to me again. I know. <laughs> well, that's that's the thing, and that's what the, the people have been trained. It's not being. They thinking that's being nice. No, that's not being <laughs> nice. What you're doing is just. Enabling foolishness. Right. You see, a, if you see a friend every time you see them, they're on vacation, but they're always asking you for your your money for their rent. But every time you look on Facebook, they gone on vacation. You're not a friend if you say, "Girl, I'm not giving you no more money because you you take more vacation than I do, and you got enough nerve to look for me to pay your rent." That's how you taking these vacations. I'm not funding your vacation. I'm finna go on vacation. <laughs> That's what's about to happen. But you can't. Okay, people doing the same foolish stuff if you call yourself being a friend. Yeah. Now, if you're just an acquaintance or something, yeah, sure, go on out there. You can run bug nigga down the street. It's dark out here. Let me tell you how dark he can run in the street in all black. If I don't care nothing about you, you get ran over. I see it on the news in the morning. I'm going home. But if you're my friend, I'm going to say, put some light-colored clothing on because mm-hmm. they can't see you in the pitch black dark. I'm going to try to help you. And that's all it is. That's friendship. That's friendship. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, that's friendship. And that's the same thing with being a parent. <laughs> yeah. That 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 means you love them. Discipline means you love your kids. If you don't discipline your kids, you can't love them as much. Because you- I tell them, I tell my kids, as mad as you are right now, and you probably really think you hate me, you're going to really love me later, and you can thank me later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you see people at people, I tell you, the most, uh, the thing that touch you the most is at funerals if you go to people who lost their parents and they've had strict parents and you hear them say you know what i thank god that my dad or my mom raised me like that mm-hmm. he said because i've seen people who wasn't raised like that and they have no direction in life they have no compass they don't know what's right or what's wrong and they'll go with anybody can tell them anything and they'll go anywhere with anybody i'm one of those people i lost my mom 13 almost 14 years ago mm-hmm. And my parents weren't, like, overly strict, but everything right. was very structured. They right. believed in, like, having good discipline. Mm-hmm. And I grow up, and I'm looking at all my friends in my teen years and in my 20s, and I'm like, I am so lucky to have the parents that I have. That's right. Like, and there was times, when, especially when I was, like, a teenager, I was like, man, I can't stand them. They're just ruining my life. And now I'm like, they really put me first. Yeah. <laughs> they care. No, they no. You. I grew up in a dictatorship. <laughs> <laughs> my, mom hit me with, my mom could hit me with a ruler or a pair of shoes in, like, 20 feet. <laughs> right. You had to get up, just That's hit it. with a heel. It's mm-hmm. like shit. Why got me again? Yeah, <laughs> what are you to point running? Still mm-hmm. gonna get me. Yeah, but I that... love me. I, I, I take care of my mom every day, right? Right. But uh, and she what? My mom was the mom in the neighborhood, right? Well, that like all the little kids that could con all the other moms. Mm-hmm. They couldn't con my mom. My kid right. would walk in my house, and my mom would size them up in a couple seconds and be like, "Get out of my house." Mm. I'd be like, and then I go, I'd be like, I told her she, she knew you were bad news, man. Yeah. Like, How's how she gonna be so rude to me? She's like, look, my mom don't play. Like, you can't right. come back. Yeah. <laughs> like, so bye. Like, <laughs> I used to get mad at my mom about it. Yeah. But she, you know what though? She was right every time. They she know. was right 
Every they freaking time. They she know. even told him. She's like, you might pull the wool over everyone else's. She's but like, she know. said stuff like, you might pull the wool over everyone else's eyes, talk about Jesus because your dad's a pastor. She's like, but I know you know good. Mm-hmm. So you're not allowed in my house. Mm-mm. Like, straight there up. And then people be like, oh, well, she talked to the pastor's kid like that. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's my mom. She ain't playing. No. And my mom was the kind of mom when I was 17 and I left home one time. Mm-hmm. I was like three hours away mm-hmm. and I was doing some shit I wasn't supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Three o'clock in the morning, I heard a knock on the door. I got up and I said, oh, I got to go. They're like, why? I said, I guarantee you. Uh, it's 3 a.m. That's my mama. Mm-hmm. And uh, you don't want no part of it. I got to go. Y'all going to die. <laughs> like, I, 17, I saw my probably got in that car and shut the hell and up. there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but I love that about my mom. Right. That, love that, that about my mom. My mom had my back. She was not going to let me do some dumb shit. Nope. And even if I all. did it, she going to come find me, man. Yeah. That, that's what, <laughs> she going to find me. Is, that's got that's what you had you had a mama. That's what it that and that's what these kids are missing now because they have too many friends, not enough mamas. Yeah. Too many buddies. We gonna go we gonna go to the uh I tell you I can't wait. Some people can't wait to I can't wait till my kid turn twenty one and we can go to the club together. I wish I would go to the club with my kid. You know, time I just what? every week. Yeah, some people can't wait till their kids turn twenty one, they go to the club every week. Not saying you don't go to the club, you know, the birthday or celebration or something. But just the nightclub with she ain't she twenty one. I'm forty four and I'm at the nightclub. I don't want to be in that nightclub with them. If I go to the nightclub at my age, that's just creepy. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> they already know you in there up to no good. You fifty year, you know, you see the eighty to sixty year old men and women in the nightclub. You are already like what in the, <laughs> what look, in the Alzheimer's look, dementia is going I'm, on? In I'm here? creepy with I'm creepy with a license. My wife's fifteen years younger than me, but we're married. Yeah, that, <laughs> hey, that's legal. I got, I got right, exactly. And, uh, that's legal. I got her. She was already an adult, twenty six, not six. So you, you know, know, yeah, it worked out all right. Right. But, yeah, you but I ain't going to no club. Right. Nah. Oh my god. You hope you hope that they don't have all. You know, you you kind of hope they might have, and they just got lost in the bright lights. Bought them now. So. <laughs> <laughs> They're like moths. Yeah, the lights get like, What's in here? Let me go see what's in here, baby. Let me see. How much is there a sale? What they got going on in here? What is this? Let me see. I like the music. I don't understand what they're saying. Get confused. Get confused. Yeah, confused like think it's an old Kmart <laughs> blue light special. Yeah. Oh, that's strobe lights. Oh shit. Oh, yeah. what the, oh. Baby, ain't you cold in that? You don't have much on, do you? <laughs> you must be cold in that. <laughs> but, but yeah, that's what you hope they had dementia. Because, honey, if they dressed up and they got on leggings, I hate to see 80-year-old people in leggings. I tell y'all, that's a pet peeve of mine. Put some pants on that old woman. Don't want to see your say yes. <laughs> yeah. They don't want to put 80 years old with pet with leggings and a crop top. Put some clothes on, Granny. <laughs> I can't stand that. I said, don't they go? I can't stand it. I be they no, don't do that. Dress Granny appropriately. <laughs> know your role. Yeah, <laughs> dress Granny appropriately. I can't stand that. I just can't stand when they put Granny in them leggings though. Y'all just. Uh, <laughs> That is a pet peeve of mine. <laughs> well, they look so frail. Yeah. <laughs> then they got the pet. And then you're right, because they put the leggings on them and all that wrinkled up material at their leg and at the booty. Oh, and then when it's wrinkling at the booty, gone just. And no one needs to see no 70 year old camel yeah. toe. Yeah, just throw the whole granny away. Just throw the whole granny away. <laughs> <It's like laughs> 
whole granny away. I just like, get rid of granny. I'll, at that point, just throw the whole granny away. <laughs> Disposable granny. <laughs> Kids come to you. Where's grandma? Yeah, they, they, they she had on the them granny. leggings. And they yeah, had you too better. much wind in them. They was flinging in the wind. I, you would want to be like a, a coroner, right? She's not wearing granny panties. She's wearing a thong. She's like yeah. 70. Like, yeah. What the fuck? I don't know. Oh, my God. I know somebody work at the jail. And you know they used to get them tramp stamps. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And now they skin all wrinkly and dry. They don't even moisturize. And they skin all wrinkly and dry. And the stamps, my, they, say, they say that tattoo now. They, it looked like something out of a faded coloring book. Now you, they want to paint over it so bad and in the line because <laughs> it's faded and the skin is all dry, so it's, it just looked like paper. <laughs> it's just horrible. Do this. It's just horrible. <laughs> Want to, too much. <laughs> they want to freshen it up or something. Oh god! <laughs> you are Shoot. killing me. That is so Shoot. funny. That is the reality, though, right? Yeah. Have that that much time where that's happening now. No, but this is the one that got me was the uh, breast implants. When they eighty and ninety, they had got those. Bre- they still mm-hmm. got breast implants. Everything gone soft with them. They sitting up like this. <laughs> <laughs> I like, don't no, no. <laughs> like I said, throw the whole granny away. When you start seeing stuff like that, throw the whole granny away. Don't even keep that granny. Besides, you ain't gonna get no money from that granny. She's spending yeah. on them titties. Yeah. <laughs> she's she's too busy going to the club. Yeah, like a deer in headlights. <laughs> just standing just up, sitting up like that. Tantrum. Like a deer in like. <laughs> I was like, man, this gone. Well, I would, my gr- I would say me. you picked the right profession. Because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. my God. This has been some of the best dialogue I've ever heard in my entire life. Yeah. <laughs> right down to Granny Preston Plants. Who would have thought we could have found this gold? <laughs> <laughs> And now we've solved all mysteries. It's the fucking microwave. Yeah. <laughs> brought down society. That's it. <laughs> microwave started the downfall. I'm telling you. <laughs> it's the microwave. Probably find out later on it was a Nazi that developed yeah, the microwave. Yeah, if we're going to bring destruction to America, I give you the microwave. <laughs> <laughs> One day people will expect food to be done in a minute. No. Yeah. <laughs> People even get mad when you got to use the microwave more than yeah. like a minute. Yeah. Like, oh, I got to put it in for five minutes. Oh. What? <laughs> what you cooking? What you cooking? Then you cooking at five minutes. You cooking. You not microwaving anymore. <laughs> yeah, by today's standards, right? Yeah, you cooking now. <laughs> they can't even stand a crock pot anymore. I still have a crock pot and a cook, slow cooker. Oh, yeah. Put it on overnight. Yep. I do that all day. I do that all the time. Yeah, but you know, the millennials can't do that. Just put it in when you go to bed. And when did it's it be so ready? Good, though. When you wake, wake up. up. <laughs> exactly. It, it, it's going to be cooked food. Trust yeah. me. Last weekend. <laughs> this, that's, I guess that's one thing I don't understand is people don't want to spend time to make food. Like, right. Last weekend, I've never made gumbo before, and mm-hmm. I've always wanted to make gumbo. So I got a really good recipe from someone from Louisiana. 
and I make gumbo, everything from scratch, the roux right, and everything. Yeah, the roux. It mm-hmm. took me from like twelve o'clock to like seven o'clock. It took okay, me like seven it took hours. A long time. You got to cut everything. <laughs> yeah. You do your roux. You got to clean and wash everything because you can't make no nasty gumbo. Oh no. no. Wait a minute. And I and I like followed instructions to the letter. Right. <laughs> Dude was like, "This is gonna take you all day." Yeah. <laughs> and it did. Yes, that it was. Does. Best gumbo I've ever had. I was like, I'm so glad I did this. I'm so glad I it took does. the time to do That's this. That's why people, when people say, bring me some gumbo. No. <laughs> <laughs> she just said no. <laughs> no, no. Not doing that shit. Sorry. No. <laughs> too much work. You're on. You're not there yet. Uh, you're not paying my bills. No, you're not fucking, too much you're not fucking me. Nah, get out of here. But nah. that, that money dog's going to get that gumbo. Yeah. No, that money. Yeah. Not the money dog. Yeah. That money dog can have whatever he wants. <laughs> that money dog is that money dog can get whatever he wants. He's gonna get that twenty thousand a week. Mm-hmm. That money dog can get whatever. He's gonna have his little mansion. My money dog gonna be on point. That's yeah. I still want that money dog. <laughs> you got me thinking. <laughs> I got some lazy dogs out here with no talent. Yeah. <laughs> get your shit together, dogs. Yeah, yeah. Make him like the Jackson Five. I'm gonna be like <laughs> Dog swinging and nurse. Roof, roof, roof. They gonna be on time too. Wait a minute, your roof. Uh uh-uh, uh uh uh. I say the key of D. I need you to bark in the key of D. Oh my god. My dog gonna be like the Jackson Five. Shoot, I'm get that switch. <laughs> you better bark right. You better bark right. I got a dog that doesn't even bark. <laughs> it's a pit. Yeah. It's the biggest pussy of a dog ever. <laughs> <laughs> I got a dog that weighs three pounds and scares the shit out of him. Uh-uh. <laughs> well, yeah, it's like cover. Yeah. Still gonna get my money, dog. Y'all just. <laughs> Yeah, and I feel like my dogs are definitely under talented, not yeah. working hard. They need to, no. they need to start putting in some work. Yeah, you gonna have to get that switch. <laughs> I got a lot of them out here. The, problem is the pit grabbed a tree the other day, pulled it out of the ground because it was like a not a really big one, just started running around the yard. It's like twenty foot tree in his mouth. Yeah. I had to videotape it. He looked so stupid because as he was running, he hit shit on both sides. <laughs> That's some put gold. that on Facebook. You got to put that on Facebook. Oh yeah, yeah. My uh, well, actually, it was my son's daughter was filming him, mm-hmm. and right when he, right before he got it, she turned it off. She was so bad. Oh. She's like, oh, I was like, that would have been like that America's been, funniest that video's was, funny. Yes, that was the money. You had a money dog, and you just didn't know it. It's like, oh damn, man, you had a money dog. <laughs> That's idea. Oh, shit. I missed you, out again, Mark. You, you had a money dog. You just I didn't did. know you had a money dog. Hey, don't you have cameras on your house? Yeah. <laughs> you better go check see if that money dog working right now. <laughs> I turned the, I turned the DVR off though. Oh, oh one. <laughs> I turned it off like at the beginning of winter because I was like, ah, eh, it's not much gonna happen out here. It yeah. snows. And then yeah. you had a money dog. And then I had a money dog. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Situation <laughs> fucked that up. Oh man. Damn. <laughs> That's a, that, that would have been my second video because I, uh-huh. I had one years ago on America's Funniest Home Video. Oh, man. Got all the way. I didn't know there was an honorable mention section. Yeah. Son of a bitch. <laughs> 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 like, man, yeah. I, I was this close. You, yeah. the, you the one with that dog. They love dogs. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
and a money dog. And you know who won that episode? The dog. The dog. Yeah. And all, what did they do? Like climbed a fence or something stupid. Yeah. I was like, what? I had a a really <laughs> get launched down a hundred and fifty foot human water, made water slide with a backhoe, go full on into a like a pond, skip over it, go over a mud thing, land on her face. Oh, but the dog wins. What yeah. the hell? They love they love the dogs, man. Well, apparently you. that's where the money's at. That's where it's at, man. I'm telling you. Lesson learned. <laughs> I learned that and that the microwave brought down society. So I'm, I feel like this podcast has been a definite success. Yes. And uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing more of you. I hope that okay. you get as much exposure as possible. Well, and you. Uh, I, it, man, I, you are every bit as entertaining as I would ever thought in more. <laughs> <laughs> well, good. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I had a good time, too. Yeah. Yeah. It was nice meeting you, too. Thank you very much. Uh, yes, well, uh, I just want to thank Sandra D. again for being here with us. And uh, it was really actually a privilege. And uh, I hope that you will. Actually, yeah, I'm going to follow you, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, you want to give out your links to Facebook and Okay. Instagram? Uh, my Facebook is Sandra D. D-E-E. And look for the black lady. Don't get the white Sandra D. Because that's not me. <laughs> And then my Instagram is Sandra D one hundred. As I said, look for the black Sandra D. Because <laughs> there's a bunch of white ones. Don't do not get any of those. That is not me. So Sandra D one hundred Instagram and Sandra D D E E Facebook. Yeah. And then you got anything coming up that we should know about? Um, I do have a show at uh, the Isle Room and Eatery at on Friday. Okay. Uh, November 29th, and I'm going to be doing the Improv, uh, Funniest Comic in Texas. I made it to the semifinals last year. I actually was the only female to make it to the semifinals last year in Texas. So I'll be doing uh, that at 11.30 at night. Now they know my, people my age not up at no <laughs> How am I going to get some people? It's audience vote. So how am I going to get some people to come out I'll and vote I'll be up. I'll me? vote. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's December 14th, I believe, at 11.30. So I need some people to come check On the Saturday? box. Yeah, on a Saturday. Okay. I need some people to check the box, Sandra Dean, but I'll be putting it on my Facebook page, Instagram page I'll, if you want I'll to come. I'll come down for that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying I, to I'm trying to get me some people on, man, because you know my friends be sleeping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's at the the Houston Improv right, at right 10 on, and 610? Yes, that's okay. the one. I that's went to a comedy one. show there like three weeks ago. So for yeah. those of you who are lucky enough to live in the Houston area, you need to get down there and support Sandra. Uh, <laughs> so we can get some more some more of this going on. And it's a super nice venue. Oh, it is. It's, it's a great venue. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Uh, Katie Vibes is a good venue. Too. Katie that, Vibes is a good one, too. Yeah, it was um, really nice. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We had a packed house. It's, it's, it's always good to do comedy and have fun mm-hmm. at, uh, with a great hot audience, and they were laughing, and, you know, everybody having a good time, so... Well, when you got up, they were laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I felt I felt so bad for the lady who went up before you. Mm-hmm. It was crickets, and then the host got up, oh, and he yeah. said, oh, it's going to be a long drive back to Dallas for her. And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh my, my God. God. No, he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what, but you know what, though? But in the world of comedy, if you're not going to cut it, you, you, mm-hmm. just, you should just be gone. Like, well, you know you, what? The thing about it is, and I try to tell people this, that everybody's not going to be a stand-up. Right. Stand-up is a very specific part of comedy. Mm -hmm. And either you, like you say, either you can do it or you can't do it. But 
if you get up there, a lot of people do stand up because they want to be writers. They need to know the feel of what it's like to do stand up. Because mm-hmm. some people are great joke writers. You listen to their jokes and you'll go, wow, that was a good joke. But they don't have the uh, stand up persona yeah. to get it across to people. So you get your writers, you get your TV producer, comedy movie writer, comedy movie producers. You get all the different things, comedy writers. From stand-up, a lot of people don't know. They may have not been great at stand-up, but they are great writers. And they may make more money than, uh, the writers make more money than the people oh, yeah. doing stand-up. So. Mm-hmm. so that's why I don't never count people out. I don't tell people they're not funny, this ain't funny. No, because that's not my job. To do. Everybody has an audience. I just don't know what your, you just have to find your audience. I can't tell you what your audience <coughs> is. You eventually you'll you'll morph over into your. But it audience. doesn't mean they still can't use that talent yes, for being funny. That's maybe right. in a different way. Yeah, but some people want to just kill people's dreams. Yeah. Don't kill people's dreams because just because that person may make it into something, and then you didn't you didn't told them all this negative stuff. Nah, I didn't told you all this, and then when it you make it big, you doing a movie. You think you're gonna put me on your movie? No. <laughs> That's why I tell people, don't kill people's dreams you keep because you just don't know who that person know or who may be attracted to that person. Because some people see the talent in people regardless of the funny. Mm-hmm. Some people have talent, and they listen to the joke structure. and the joke. It, it is art to it. Yeah. It really is. It definitely is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Juan and I definitely found our little... <laughs> we found podcasting to be something that we both... Right. Well, y'all, fits us look great. like y'all doing a great job at it, and... I, I don't get heckled. <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't get heckled on the podcast. That's good. And if That's I fuck good. it up, he can edit it out. <laughs> yeah. That helps. Because once you're in stage, once you're on that stage live, you can't edit anything. When you said it, oops, it's been Ooh. said. That, see, that would, that would That's be hard there. for me. Whoa. It's out there. Ooh. It's out there. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so. well, thank you very much, Sandra, for coming on the show with us. Uh, yeah, it was great. It was fantastic. You know, we'll be there to support you. And yeah, okay. everyone well, go out, you. follow Sandra D. Uh, she's a fantastic comedian, as, as you already heard. Uh, Juan, do you have anything else you want to say? All I know is I wish I was in Houston. For the- <laughs> <laughs> Come visit. I'll be in the yeah. front row. I'll, well, maybe I'll get to uh, Detroit sometime. Like I said, oh, a lot, a lot of comedians uh, here from Detroit. That's great. That's great. To yeah, hear. yeah. You you come to the D. I'll be at the show. Yeah. All right, then. I'll I'll bring my wife, just not okay. the kids. Okay. Uh, well, <laughs> I don't think you should bring those. Oh, no, I don't it. do. No. G- my kids I probably heard everything, but uh, not, yeah, uh, but still, they, people wouldn't understand. No, <laughs> I, no I've like been to shows people bought kids too, mm-hmm. and then you know the 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 hosts have to tell them, you know, this is. This is I, I'm like, is this clean or not clean? And they're like, just do you. I was like, okay. And I guess they are all right with it. <laughs> so you just I just tell it. my kids, you're not gonna learn nothing at school. No, <laughs> you're gonna hear it all here first <laughs> at the comedy show. <laughs> at the comedy show cussing. That's a lot of cussing at the comedy show. Oh yeah. But I do clean comedy too. I'm actually doing a war show on December 6th for the Caribbean Chamber of Commerce. They were like. Can you do a clean show? Yeah, I'm going to do clean. I mean, you're you you can't. You're not going to make it in Hollywood if you can't do clean. That people don't realize it. You just, yeah. The, yeah, you the, can't. You're not going to. So I could do clean. I, it, like I said, I could do whatever comedy I need to, to be done to get paid. 
Mm-hmm. That's the, that's what the that's the ultimate goal. <laughs> but that's the ultimate goal. Heck yeah. Mm-hmm. All right then. All right. Thank you, Sandra. And thank you everybody for listening. Right. Uh Seahawk Predator out. All right. Bye one. Bye bye. Nice to meet you. Sam. Nice meeting you too. Throw the whole granny away. Just throw the whole granny away. <laughs> <laughs>